Thanks for listening to this sermon recording from Liberty Family Church in Hillsville, Victoria, Australia. All of our sermons are available for free online, and we encourage you to subscribe to our sermon podcast through iTunes or by clicking the button on our website. If you'd like to know more about what it means to follow Jesus, or would like more information about our church, head to www.libertyfamilychurch.net.au. God bless you, and we pray that this sermon recording encourages you and strengthens your faith in Jesus Christ. Okay, kids, who did something super special for mum this morning? Maybe you made breakfast in bed, or maybe you made your mum her favourite cup of tea, or I don't know, maybe you went across to the neighbours and picked your favourite flowers. I hope you got them from your own garden. Maybe you got something special like that for mum this morning. Well, hey, don't worry if you haven't done anything yet. There's still plenty of time to honour mum and take the time to let her know just how special she is to you because mums are worth celebrating, aren't they? And it's great that we can celebrate them today on Mother's Day. Not only do mums deserve to be celebrated and honoured, but all women deserve to be celebrated and honoured. You know, we should regularly take time out to celebrate and remember and honour and respect women. Women are such a blessing to us. I'm sure you'd agree with me with that statement. Women are truly a blessing to us. Women are wonderful. Women are, just like men, created in God's image and are so precious to him and therefore they're so precious to us as well. And they're worthy of our honour, of esteem and respect. And it's so important that we take time on days like today, on today, Mother's Day, to celebrate and esteem all the women from our community and from our families. And seeing as we're celebrating womanhood today on Mother's Day 2020, I thought it would be appropriate to take a look in at one of the most famous passages on womanhood and one of the most misunderstood passages in all of Scripture about womanhood, Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31 paints a picture of a capable and confident godly woman. This proverb describes a seemingly perfect in every way woman who loves God and leads a truly excellent life. She's respected She's strong, she's wise, she's generous. She truly is inspirational in every single way. And often this Proverbs 31 woman, she's kind of held up as a kind of model woman, as the kind of woman that all women should aspire to become. Many women listening to this right now will probably have read books that encourage you to take these steps in order to become the Proverbs 31 woman. Or maybe you've attended women's conferences in the past where the whole theme has been around 
becoming the best you, applying the word of Proverbs 31 to your own life, becoming that woman. And many women in their quest to follow the example of this particular woman in Scripture have felt increasingly overwhelmed or inadequate as they measure their lives and their gifts and their abilities against the perfect in every way Proverbs 31 woman. And I'm sure you'd agree with me when I say this, that's not what God wants us to feel or experience when we seek to apply his word to our hearts and our lives. As Adrian Segal, a writer for Desiring God, says, God never urges us to feel guilty for not having gifts we've not been given or for not doing good we're physically unable to do. So if the Proverbs 31 woman only makes us feel guilty or inadequate, we're likely not understanding her in the way God designed. So if, as Adrian says, we're likely not understanding this woman in the way God designed, how is this woman meant to be understood? How should women, and not only women, but also men, learn from her example in this day and age? What relevance does she have for us today? Spoiler alert, the Proverbs 31 woman is super relevant for all of us today, far more relevant than we might actually realise. So how about we pray and invite God to speak to us as we explore this beautiful passage of Scripture and seek to get the heart to the heart of what He is wanting to teach men, women and children through this passage today. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for the wonder of your word. We thank you for the gift that it is to us. We thank you, Lord, how your word is just like this beautiful guide for us in life. It shows us how to live life in obedience to you, following you, loving you and loving others. And so we pray today by your spirit, you would just reveal to us all the things that you want us to know and learn today from your word so that we would hear this example and grow as children in your family. We praise you, God, for your word and for the Proverbs 31 woman, and we dedicate this time to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's turn right now to Proverbs 31 and read from verse 10. I'm reading from the ESV translation. Proverbs 31.10 An excellent wife who can find, she is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. 
She puts her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed in scarlet. She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchant. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works, praise her in the gates. Wow. It's easy to see why this passage has been held up as like the ideal woman to base your life off, isn't it? I mean, this woman's superwoman. There's nothing that she can't do. Every single thing that she touches seems to turn to gold. And in a section of the Bible that is jam-packed, full of wisdom, she seems to be able to do it all perfectly in every single way. And that's the whole point. You see, many people have highlighted and have commented that the very fact that the Proverbs woman makes an appearance at the very end of Proverbs suggests that she actually serves as a tangible expression, a tangible summary of the entire book of Proverbs. This remarkable woman, the Proverbs 31 woman, is actually all of Proverbs personified in person. As my ESV study Bible puts it, the woman embodies in all areas of life the full character of wisdom commended throughout the book. In other words, this woman is wisdom in the flesh. She is what wisdom looks like in its fullness. Now here's the important thing to remember with the Proverbs 31 woman. She isn't real. She wasn't real. She wasn't a real person. This woman didn't live many, many, many years ago and do all the amazing things that are listed here each and every day. She wasn't a real-life wonder woman. The Proverbs 31 woman is an ideal. She's a, a type, if you like. She is, as author Rachel Held Evans suggests, meant to be a tangible expression of the book's celebrated virtue of wisdom. The author is essentially showing us what wisdom looks like in action. Too often, we focus on the Proverbs 31 woman's role as a way of reducing womanhood to marriage, motherhood, and domesticity, when really, this passage is about character that transcends 
both gender and circumstance. This is so important for all of us to hear, but especially for women. Hear this, hear this, all you wonderful women who are listening to this today. You don't need to embody the Proverbs 31 woman in every single way to please and honour God. You don't. You don't. The opposite has been said. The opposite has been said and has been promoted within the church for far too long. And I really want you to hear this today and be freed by this truth today. Let it sink deep within your heart. You don't need to embody the Proverbs 31 woman in every way to please God or to be a godly woman. The Proverbs 31 woman is a type and she exists. She's there in scripture to encourage us, to encourage women, but also to encourage men to grow in godly character and wisdom as they apply the wisdom of Proverbs to their lives. That's why she exists. She's not there to be some kind of job description, the ultimate job description, the ideal woman in that sense that all women should copy to the letter if they want to honour God. That's not why she's there. Her example is not intended to be prescriptive, do all of these things and then you'll please God. Rather, her example is descriptive. Her example highlights the kind of values and character that will that will be shown in your life as you seek to honour and serve God. Some of you in hearing this passage read before would have been really familiar with verse 30, no doubt. It says this, Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. This verse is the key to everything. It's the key to everything in the whole entire book of Proverbs, in fact. And it's further evidence of the role that God intended this wonderful woman to play in Scripture. Now, without jumping on Google or Zooming a friend, answer this question. What, according to Proverbs, is the beginning of wisdom? What is the beginning of wisdom? This is a phrase that's repeated over and over again throughout Proverbs. What, according to Proverbs, is the beginning of wisdom? What is it? The fear of the Lord. In Proverbs 9.10 we read, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. What does it mean to fear the Lord? You know, often when we think of fear, we think of cowering and shrinking back, don't we? You know, I'm sure you've had experiences like I have, if you've ever had a dog before, where you've come home and they've chewed your brand new shoes or they've dug up your garden beds or, or done something they shouldn't have done on your floor inside 
whatever it is, and they know that they're in trouble. And they are absolutely terrified. And they look at you and they cower like this and shrink back and try and hide under anything that they can find nearby. And they shrink and back away in fear. Maybe for you, you can remember things like that. And for many people, when they think about fearing God, that's the kind of thing that they think of. I used to think like this too. God isn't happy with me. I know that my life doesn't line up with what he, what he wants for me. I'm scared of how he's going to react if I actually get too close right now. So I'll just cower over here and pretend that he doesn't exist and he doesn't see what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And in a sense, that I mean, there is a truth to this if we haven't accepted Jesus as our Lord and Saviour. But the good news is that when we do accept Jesus, when we love him and truly receive him as our Lord and Saviour, we have no reason to fear God. We have no reason to fear God because when God looks at us and looks at our sin and all we've done, he doesn't, he doesn't look at us alone, but he sees Jesus before us. He sees Jesus and he sees that we belong to his son and we have had our sins paid for in full. We've had his, our sins completely covered by his son's sacrifice. That's what God sees and that is why when we're in Christ, we have nothing at all to fear. And isn't it amazing that because of Jesus, not only are we forgiven, but we can also boldly come near to God. We can boldly approach his throne of grace as children in his family. We can call our heavenly father, Abba, Daddy. When we're in Jesus, we have no reason at all to fear God. So what does it mean then? If, if we don't have any reason to fear God, when we're in Jesus, what does it mean then to fear the Lord here in Proverbs? It doesn't mean, as I said, to cower or to be afraid of God. Rather, to fear the Lord, it means to revere or worship Him. To revere or worship Him. To recognize who He is. And as we recognize who He is, to be in awe of who He is. And as we're in awe of who he is, it's then out of that place of reverence, out of awe, that we then live our life in light of who he is. That's what it means to fear the Lord. And that's why the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Many people over the years have rightly pointed out that this is the underlying reason. This is the reason why this woman is ultimately to be praised. And this is, further to that, this is the underlying reason, this is the underlying takeaway, if you like, that all of us should glean from this woman's example. The Proverbs 31 woman is, is not ultimately to be praised because of her long list of achievements. And she's got a lot, doesn't she? She's not to be praised because of how gifted she is, because of her generosity, because of her kind-heartedness, because of the role that she plays in the marketplace 
or in her home or in her marriage or with her children. These are all great things, but ultimately these are not the reasons why this woman is a woman to be praised. Ultimately, the Proverbs 31 woman is to be praised because fundamentally and foundationally, she is a woman who fears the Lord. That's it. This is why she is ultimately to be praised. The Proverbs 31 woman is to be praised because she fears the Lord and because she fears the Lord, she chooses to follow God's wisdom and lives her life to honour God. That's why she's to be praised. As Proverbs 31.30 says, we read it before, Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Does knowing this help you to, to better understand the role of this woman in Scripture, friends? Men, blokes, guys who are listening to this, can you now see why this woman is incredibly relevant to our lives as men who are seeking to be men after God's own heart. This woman, this woman, Proverbs 31 woman, she lives for God's glory in everything she does. She has a heart that is God-oriented. Her, her heart and her soul and her mind are just fixed and focused on God right where wisdom says that it needs to be. This woman fears the Lord and encourages us to do the same, to do exactly the same, to have that same foundation for our lives, no matter how we're gifted, no matter whether we're single, whether we're married, whether we don't have kids or whether we do have kids. She encourages us to live our lives out of the right foundation, a healthy fear of the Lord. When her foundation is our foundation, the fruit of our lives will mirror hers. Not every day, of course. Not every day, of course. Only Jesus lived the perfect sinless life each and every day. And I know from personal experience, I am far from Jesus. That is for sure. I'm sure you can relate. But over the course of our lives... Over the course of our lives, as we trust in the Lord, as we fear or revere Jesus, recognize who he is and live in awe of him, and allow Holy Spirit to really work deep within our hearts, her sweet fruit will be visible in our lives, and we will become more like her. Guaranteed. Think about this. When we have a healthy fear of the Lord, we'll have integrity and we'll be trustworthy just like she is. See verse 11. When we have a healthy fear of the Lord, we'll work hard like her. Verse 18. When we have a healthy fear of the Lord, we'll be compassionate and seek to meet the needs of others. Verse 20. When we have a healthy fear of the Lord, we'll open our mouths and the teaching of kindness will be on our tongues. Verse 26. The fear of the Lord 
is the beginning of wisdom. And the Proverbs 31 demonstrates for us, the Proverbs 31 woman demonstrates for us what wisdom looks like with skin on. What a blessing. What an encouragement. What a great gift the Proverbs 31 woman is to us all. In the Jewish tradition, on Shabbat, the weekly Friday evening meal, this proverb is actually sung. I don't know if you were aware. This proverb is in the form of a poem. You can probably see that. And it is truly beautiful when it's performed, when it's sung. If you haven't seen it, haven't heard it before, encourage you, jump on YouTube afterwards and check it out. It is truly beautiful. And you know who traditionally sings this particular proverb each and every week? The husband. The husband sings it directly to his wife as a way of celebrating, as a way of honoring her and all that she is, the woman of God that she is and all that she brings to the life of their family. It's truly a beautiful tradition. I think there's something powerful about this tradition. I think there's something truly beautiful and powerful about this particular thing. As I said in introducing today's message, too often, too often we fail to really celebrate, to acknowledge the people that we respect and cherish in life, don't we? Too often we kind of, it's easy to take them for granted and not set aside the time to really celebrate and honour the people we love and respect. We would do really well, I believe. We would do really well to follow the wisdom of Proverbs and make space to honour and celebrate the people that we really value in our lives. So that's what we're going to do right now. Over the course of the last week or so, some of the men in the church have set aside a bit of time to record themselves just reflecting on and celebrating what they are so grateful for about the wonderful godly women in the life of our church, in our church family. So let's check out those reflections and those videos right now. The Liberty woman I want to honour is my wife Cindy, a real woman of faith and prayer. She really adorns the doctrine of Christ an encourager, and always, always a giver. She's also an an amazing wife and an awesome mother. She's also my best friend and my soulmate, and I love her so very much. Happy Mother's Day, darling. Hi there. To the two most important women in my life. Firstly, to my mother, who sadly died 10 years ago. Just want to say, Happy Mother's Day, Mum. Frank, thanks for everything. And of course, to Rose, my wife of over 40 years, mother of my two children. Rose, I love you. Have a great Mother's Day. Thanks a lot. Bye. Happy Mother's Day, Donna. You've just been such a blessing to our boys over the years, especially when they were young. And um, I know that it was a lot of hard work, a lot of hard yards when they were little. I know that you had a lot of sleepless nights for years and years and um, they are very blessed to have you as a mother. So I'm proud of you. You've done a lot of hard work 
and the result is fantastic. They are fantastic boys. So um, I just want to say I love you and I know the boys love you too. So um, bless you heaps and I love you heaps. Good on you Donna. See ya. I want to shout out a big happy Mother's Day to my beautiful wife Jenny and just tell you how much I love you and how much I appreciate you and admire you as a, a woman of God and someone who's put her heart and soul into her family. So God bless you this Mother's Day. I love you. G'day Liberty ladies. Thanks for all your support, dedication and faithfulness. I hope you feel really special this Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Megan, to a wonderful mum, beautiful wife, and an incredibly hard-working, supportive person who is so much fun uh, to be around. Look forward to celebrating with you. Women who fear the Lord are to be celebrated. And I want to join with all of those other guys in celebrating each of you today. We are so grateful. We are so thankful. We are so blessed to have each of you as a part of Liberty Family Church. And we admire and respect all the ways that you serve Jesus and serve us so faithfully in our church context. But ultimately... And this is what we really love about each and every one of you. We love it that you are women who fear the Lord and everything comes out and happens because of that very fact. And that is why we respect and love and want to honour you today. Thank you so much for your godly example. As we bring today to a close now, I just want us to really consider, and I'm speaking to women, I'm speaking to men, I'm speaking to everyone right now. Just want us to consider this. This is what I believe that Jesus is wanting us to consider this morning. Are we going to seek to strengthen or establish for the very first time the foundation, the type of foundation that the Proverbs 31 woman has for her life? Are we going to be people who build our very lives who build our very lives on the wisdom of God and the fear of the Lord. Let's, as we close now, take this even just a little bit deeper. Let's take it another step to really personalize it and bring it home for us deep within our hearts. Have a think and pray and and reflect on this. You You can do it now. You can do it over the course of today. You can do it over the next week or the next month. doesn't matter really encourage you to do this and apply this word to your heart. Ask yourself this, what is one key area? What is one key area that God is calling me to greater respect and esteem Him in? As we've seen from the Proverbs 31 woman, from her example, we're called to respect and worship and esteem God in every single area of our lives. So what key area of your life is God calling you to greater respect and esteem Him in? How about we pray and ask that God would just really seal this word on our hearts and that we would be transformed and take further steps on the journey to following Him 
in his way of love and that we might reflect the Proverbs 31 woman in our expression of worship and love for who he is. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for the wonders of your word. We thank you, God, for the Proverbs 31 woman. We thank you, Lord, for the fundamental, underlying, foundational truth that leads her to do everything in life with the utmost integrity and care and concern, and that is that she is a woman who fears the Lord. So, Lord, we pray that we might be women, children, and men who also fear the Lord. And then out of that place of just awe and reverence and worship, that everything that we put our hand to with your help would be reflective of the love and the grace and the mercy and the character of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. So we pray this, Jesus, knowing that this is actually what you want for each of us. You want us to be more like you. You want us to be people who live out the wisdom and the truth of your word. So we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would make this so in our lives for your glory and yours alone. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.